This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Charity Stripe on the all-new Mightier 1090 AM SoCal Sports Talk. Now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Ooh, we're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. I'm Joshua Fisher along with Alexander Disciples and Nicholas Snacks Kreider. If you don't like a DJ Airhorn sound effect, that is so cool. Just come talk to us on Instagram at the.charity.stripe or on Twitter at underscore charity stripe underscore World Series is underway. We have a day off today back in Atlanta tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three games in a row. It's a 2 3 2. Were we talking toss or was it us, Nick? Who was t- it wasn't you and it was, I. It was, it was, you, two, it was yeah. us. And one of our mutual friends who's who? a Braves fan. And one of our mutual friends who's a Braves fan, how we don't like the 2 3 2 format. Right. We prefer the 2 2 1 1 1 format that they do. Uh, not that we necessarily prefer, or at least in my opinion, I just think it's not as fair. Okay. Elaborate. Because I think that three home games in a row is really advantageous for any team. Yes. And that doesn't happen in the NBA playoffs whatsoever. No, it doesn't happen in the NBA. I also for do. A reason. For a yeah, reason. Yeah, for a reason. I also think it's a situation where. Also, it does stink for both sides, though, in a sense that if the Braves lose one of the home games, they never go back to home. So they're in Houston for the rest right. of the series. Right. And yeah. then it's it, it sucks that uh, basically like the Braves don't really have that much of a chance to win it all at home unless they take significant games in the first but three games. Here was our here was our thing was that we were like, all they have to do is really get one in Houston and, yeah, and they can run the game table. one. They get it. So. Yeah. They kind of they put themselves in a great position, and now based off of the way that this is set up, the away team, the season, their the series is tied one one, mm-hmm. but the away team seems to be in a favorable position now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's all that's like basically what my point was. I I also just think that baseball just wants to speed up the end of this process, which is kind of annoying because because you know with the three straight games, there's no breaks in between. They're just playing straight through the weekend, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, opposed to doing a 1-1-1 where they take a day off every time in between, right? Yeah. I also hate that they're playing on Sunday. Has this series... Right. Not this series, this playoffs, have they been speeding the time between games up? Or is it typically like that where it's like a series and no, then a day? No, it's typically like that. Like, it just, just I, felt if, quicker for, for whatever reason this year. Which I think maybe is a good thing because it's been more fun. Like It has play, been a lot of fun. The playoffs have been great. Um, I, th- I I always watch, but I feel like a lot of more casual fans are watching the playoffs than typical. Um, the World Series is a good matchup. It's a good. It's a you know we really haven't spoken much about the storyline. You have the Braves who haven't won since the late '90s. The Atlanta sports fanhood who has been through the ringer. 
you know, they had some juice with the Hawks going far to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, but outside of that, they've never recovered from the Falcons. The Braves have broken their heart multiple times, including blowing a 3-1 lead to the Dodgers. So to see them close against the Dodgers, see them go to the World Series, the Astros are honestly, I mean, they say they don't care, and I doubt they really do care that much because in their eyes, a win is a win. But I'm sure the higher-ups in the franchise want to get out of the trash can scandal, and the way to do that is a victory in the World Series. I mean, this the it's strength versus strength, so it really just comes down to who's going to pitch better because both these lineups can mash. And game one, Braves hold the two runs. Game two, Stroh's holding the two runs. And the Braves score six, Stroh score seven. I mean, everyone's going to hit. And at a given point, I think that was the lowest number of runs the Astros have scored in the playoffs. I mean, two is a, is a godsend. It's not going to happen again. I, I can't imagine. I think breaking it down, though, there's a major issue for the Braves, and it's the Charlie Morton injury. And it's not even Charlie Morton from a skill set standpoint. It's Charlie Morton from a standpoint of you just need guys to eat innings. Yeah, I mean, anytime you lose your your first game, your game one starter, I mean, that's a big blow to your entire team. And Major. He he is an innings eater. I mean, he has been his entire career, and this is his third World Series with a, with a different team. It's crazy. Yeah. It's which is yeah, it's wild. You just and you never know. Like on the opposite side, game one, Framer gets torched yes. in the in the early part of the game. You want to yank him if you're losing another starting pitcher like that. If you're the Braves, Morton goes down, you just lose arms. Yeah. And it just it gets really difficult to kind of mismatch your your bullpen and your starting pitchers and have guys out there that are on decent rest. Yeah. It's I'm, also pretty clear as well that they need people to eat innings because Freed last night went five innings and allowed six runs. If you're if you're allowing more than three runs, I feel like, in a World Series game, you're yanked. Absolutely, but he allowed five early. And so Snicker, I love the move going, okay, we're going to trust that he could kind of finish out a portion of the game and not give anything up, which was the case. Right. Um, and hopefully our lineup comes to life. But Yerkidi's good. Like, he's he's a good pitcher. Like And just people, he's just not a sexy name or a household name. He was in and out of the rotation this year due to injury. But when he pitched, he's, he's really good. Garcia's a good pitcher. Valdez, who you bring up, who got torched. I mean, do we think that's going to happen again? Maybe, maybe not. He was excellent against the Red Sox. Right. Outstanding. I mean, I, looking back now, hindsight, it's like he's never pitched in a World Series. He's under 30. Yeah, like, you know, he's, he's a young arm. Yes, it's, it's he's hot right now, but... A lot of nerves. A lot of nerves. But it's the place that you want to be as a baseball player. You're all of a sudden going, if you're Atlanta, you're going into game, you have to win game three with Ian Anderson on the bump. That's no question. You got, and Garcia again, you good young pitcher, but he's a good young pitcher. I think I think I got to give the edge to Anderson at home. This is a must win because if you're down 2-1, you don't have Charlie Morton for game four. You probably have to give the ball to Kyle Wright, who barely made the roster you have to pitch you have to or jesse chavez like which also means you can't use either of them in game three so snickers got his hands full. i think i will say the remarkable thing about the braves no soroka the whole year again acuna like they're doing this out acuna who's not only the best player on their team but he's probably a top 10 player he's probably definitely a top 10 player in baseball you could at some points make an argument top five position player in baseball so it's very remarkable um, yeah, I mean, they're not they're not any stranger to injuries. They've no. been able to retool. They've been able to bounce back from adversity. 
So this Charlie Morton injury is pretty crucial, but at the same time, in terms of the morale in the clubhouse and in terms of what this team is able to do based off the injuries that have happened, I still have faith in them. And Ian Anderson, this is a must-win game, but he's been pitching pretty phenomenal in this postseason so far, mm-hmm. opposed to Luis Garcia not pitching that well. No, Luis Garcia has had an up-and-down uh, postseason, but Anderson I definitely have more faith in. I'm just – I want the Braves to win – it's. I believe they're the team of destiny. I hope it goes to seven, and I hope the games get closer. Fortunate both teams peel off one. Uh, I would have loved it if the games were tighter. I mean, some of the you know just obviously I focus a little bit more in the Red Sox games, but some of those Red Sox games were tight. That game five Giants Dodgers is exactly what you hope for if you're baseball and more. Uh, we I hope for some tight games down the stretch. There is a small part of me that wants the Strohs to win just to escape the narrative. I don't want that. And not even a little bit? No. Okay. It's it's like it's like saying like let's let's give this criminal, you know, a pass because, you know, he's he's reinvented himself okay. and we we want to erase his criminal past. Okay. Oh, Nick. All right. Nice. No, now I just now I know how Nick feels about some of the criminal justice system. Nice. I'm all about, you know, just Get political, giving people a second chance, but <laughs> no, you I, can't erase I know you are. what they've done. That's true, right? Right. I don't want to erase it, but I would like it to be put. To it's a re- bed. it's a rehabilitation story. Yeah, it's that's, like, that's what this is for them. Yeah, exactly. I, it's Correa, by the way, is playing for some dollar. I think he's played his way into the dollars and cents at this point. I was having this debate. Do you? We'll go on to football. Do you, is he? Is anybody worth three hundred million dollars in baseball? Like real, I because like, and I bring this up because we are so cow conglomerate, and Tatis a, got that money. Well, there's a few people. There's that a got few that money. people got that money. There's Machado, Machado. There's Tatis. There's Otani. Well, not Otani, not yet. He's probably the one that does. But Trout, four hundred and twenty million. Bets and bets. So that's four right there. Kershaw, one point two. It's crazy. Three hundred million for Kershaw. Yeah, I believe so. It's crazy. They could fact check me on the radio. What anyways. did Lindor get? Three hundred million, which is not. It's yeah. I mean, every single contract so far that has come up that's been over three hundred million has been a failure. How you can argue you that Bryce Harper had a really good season this year, but it took him like three seasons to do it, right? Yeah. Trout has barely played yeah. since getting that extension. Arenado's not even with their team anymore. Yeah. Machado, he's been playing pretty well, but like he still hasn't. He hasn't won an MVP. Nope. I mean, you pay a guy three hundred million dollars to win an MVP. I think I actually mind Machado the least of it all because he's been good. Right, he's been good. The issue is, is with Harper, he's not too great in his first couple of years. He's amazing. He's probably going to win the MVP this year, but he I wasn't. Don't know. Uh, maybe uh, he he he's not too great in his first couple seasons. Which, if you're giving a guy a contract of that length, you're anticipating those seasons being on the back end. You're paying a guy for ten years, hoping he's good for six or seven, and the three years you figure it out. Right. I will. So to the original question, though, yeah. if Otani can stay healthy and he can continue to produce on both sides of the ball, pitching uh-huh. and hitting, then I think that he's that guy worth three hundred million. I mean, it's it's inevitable he's going to get that kind of contract. He's going to win the MVP this season. He's going to continue to mash. It's all about his, if his arm can stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm just curious because I think I'm I think Correa is going to command that money because Lindor did. No, I I completely agree with you, and I think Trevor's story can command similar too. I wouldn't say three hundred million, but maybe in the two hundred million range. I don't know if I'm going there for him or Seager. To be honest, they both get hurt often. Uh, I don't know. Story stays health, more healthy than Seager. Seager for sure. Seager I mean, yeah, is like one of the most injury prone players in the game. Excellent. Yeah, I think he's better than Story. Um, we all, we've spoken about the you know the effect of cores multiple times. At the um, end of the day, though, mm-hmm. it's not our money. 
It's not the fans' money. It's it's not even the 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 manager's money. It's the owner's money. Yeah. Who gives a crap how I, much they spend? I think I'm curious to see who's going to buy Korea. I, I've seen some crazy. Rumors. I just always think it's so funny when fans are like, "Oh, we we spent 300 million on this guy, or we spent 50 million a year on this guy." And it's like, who's we? This isn't your money. What does it matter how much they spend if they're getting guys? Does it really matter to you? They're still able to tool the rest of their team, right? Unless yeah. unless there's like a like for the NFL where there's an actual hard salary cap yeah. where it's like, hey, we have a budget that we cannot go over. Yeah. We can't yeah. sign other players. Well, that's just like the interesting thing about baseball is that you look at Mookie Betts and it's like, okay, the Sox thought that they couldn't keep him, right, financially. Totally. So where can he end up? He can only end up in two places. Exactly. And that's, to me, where it's kind of like, okay, what can the parody ever be? And it's refreshing for a team like the Braves and a team like the Astros, who their pockets aren't the same as the Dodgers and the Yankees. Yes. And, put, me, I agree completely, because this is my thought that you were, I had the same thought that you are having. Because he said that in my, my mind, I go, I don't know why I thought this. Mookie Betts is never going to be a Pittsburgh Pirate. No. Ever. Ever. Like, not in five million chances in the nba guys don't want to go places because they don't want to be in that city yeah. not because they can't pay them yes but in the mlb those cities literally cannot have those guys it's yeah. possible is mookie Betts ever going to oakland no chance exactly Do you see the new the new stadium proposed for oakland it's pretty cool it's i don't think it's swag. gonna happen though really i don't think that city gives enough crap about baseball you know i thought they went th- i thought they're going through with it i mean we'll see i mean look the warriors are gone the raiders are gone they look like that the athletics are the last beacon of hope there, but I was in Oakland a couple weeks ago. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. I don't think that many people give two craps about baseball. Wow, where would they go? Vegas. I mean, the Vegas move. Is the Vegas out. market is. Watch out for the Pels. The Pelicans could end up in Vegas. Really, I, 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 I think thought about. I that. like that idea, but I, I also like think that, that we get two new teams in an NBA expansion before another team moves. I like both those comments. I think we probably get one in Seattle and we get one in. Vegas. I mean, the, the market in East. Seattle and in with how fanatics they are about their right. sports there, right? It's or in, or in Vegas, we've seen how open arms they're welcoming these new teams to basketball. T- I mean, I think it's it's more advantageous for a team to be in Vegas or in Seattle than to be in New Orleans at this point. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And honestly, probably even Oklahoma City because those fans like actually dig the Thunder. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think not, that was an oh, underrated yeah, the, fan yeah, base. The Thunder, they're sitting pretty. Yeah, I think. And then as far as... But first, the baseball point's a great point. But I will say this, though, and it proves it. If you want to win in baseball, you need to, you need to have a good farm system. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. Look, look at the whole Braves team. Look, Look at, at the, the whole Giants team. Giants, Astros. Honestly, it's going to paint. People are not going to like it, but the Dodgers too. Oh, yeah, of course. All those guys are homegrown besides the addition of Mookie Betts. Sox, Rays, everybody. The Yankees, time in and time out. Like, they have homegrown. Like Judge is a homegrown guy, but they try to buy their way through the playoffs. And it, it just for some reason doesn't always work. And I. <laughs> I want to label it as something. I could be a mental thing once you give a guy a contract like that, you know. You know, it doesn't come up through the system, but for some reason, the baseball gods just always have it work out in the favor of the teams. I, that's the only way I can really describe it. Yeah, because work out in the favor of the teams that are homegrown. Like when the the Royals literally didn't buy a single player and they homegrew everybody in right. one. And then all those guys went out and got big contracts in other places. I mean, 
and then weren't they that great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, you're looking at one of them in San Diego. His name is Eric Cosmer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not a good contract at all. I mean, Salvi Perez is weathering the storm, and he'll probably move to he can move to a DH now, and he'll well. probably get a big contract somewhere eventually. A team's gonna need him. Well, it's the DH now. Once they once DH goes universal, he can get saying. a contract anywhere. Yeah, so it's probably gonna go universal next year. Should it definitely should because it's not fair. Not fair at all. I mean, yeah. Quick bets. We have five minutes before the segment's over. Who's got bets? Toss. I see you got bet online. Bet, bet online. Bet online. Bet online. Bet bets. Go to betonline.ag today and place your bets. Uh, Nick promo code I, believe. Promo code believe. B l e a v. For those who do not know how to spell believe the way we do. <laughs> If you know how to spell it normally, you're just congrats. ripping the listeners from them not knowing how no, to spell it. No, for them not how to spell it, we spell it. It's, it's, an, ab- <laughs> it's an abnormal way of spelling it. <laughs> it's, it's me, not you. Uh, Toss, what do you got for us then, Nick? Then I'll give one. I think that this is the week where the Lions win their first game. That was mine. Yeah, totally. The 0-7 Lions playing against the Philadelphia Eagles, and I just think that this Lions team has been in a lot of games. Yeah. They're gritty. They're competitive. They play for their coach, mm-hmm. and I think this is the one where they get one. And yeah. as long as Goff takes care of the ball, I think they're good. I mean, they just they they do have good weapons at least behind the quarterback. DeAndre Swift is is the ultimate weapon. Yeah, and I love him. He's incredible. He's great. They have no and Jamal Williams can run between the tackles really really well. And they have Hawkinson. They'll get him involved. And all they need is for a couple of the receivers to step up just a little bit. Um, but I think that their their offense is good enough to win this game and i see the eagles making too many mistakes the lines were in the in the rams game last week it yeah did, it, they're in every it was, game but it was a nine point game but they were in it towards the end they're in every so, game i could see it and i like dan campbell i like golf i do they should have a win was it not them that that had tucker put the 66 yes, yarder through that was, it is them. Them. that was them yeah that's them against they, the ravens team if you're not against bad. the best kicker who's ever played the game of football in my opinion Hook them. A lot yeah. of people's. Then opinion. you win that game. If it's Nikki under fifty folks, so you're you're taking money line, right? <laughs> Best kicker of the year so far. You're taking money line. Yeah, I would take the money line. Okay, it's it's. Go. I've got three and a half. Yeah, Ride it. Uh, or plus three and a half. But I would take a money line. Ride it. Ride it. Plus one fifty nine. I'm with it, Nikki. I'm gonna take the Titans. Um, yeah. Plus one here. Um, yeah. Going on the road against the Colts. Colts got a pretty good win against the Niners, but in a very sloppy fashion. Due to the weather, I don't know if they win that game without the the weather, you know, going on in San Francisco. Yeah, what, a, a category five? What'd you call it? A river thing? Oh, talk? kid, don't. Yeah, I, I lost what it was called. It was my awesome. media mediocrity. That was a good. Yeah, well, just for the listeners, just river imagine. Thang. Yeah, Toss calling it something sick. Yeah, it was, it was category five river thing. <laughs> river, river in <laughs> but, the sky. Uh, river, sky, sky river. Category sky five river. sky river. But to my sky point, river. the Titans are. Finally clicking on all cylinders. They're getting A.J. Brown involved a lot, yeah. which is great. That's the guy that we need. Um, Derrick Henry has been a workhorse leading the league in, in rushing, and there's no stopping that man. He's, no. he's a freak. He's the MVP. And it's basically a pick em. It's basically a pick em, right, and the Titans are, are hot right now, right, super yeah. hot. Divisional so. game. Number one, number two in the division yeah. means a lot. The Titans can get this. One. It actually yeah. does because the Colts win this one. Then they're they form four, four and four. I actually think they're. I think they're in, heading in the right direction. I think they it's going to be a really good game. I like this pick because it's a good game. Too. Yeah, it's exciting. It'll be a one. fun game to watch. Yeah, unlike your game, the going to stink toss. Yeah. Um, what do I got? The line moved from last night, so I'm a little disappointed. Uh, but I'm still going to ride it. I'm going Buffalo minus fourteen. I wow. think they just off a of bye coming in smack. 
off a bye, off a tough loss to Tennessee. This Mur- is murmurs that the deal is basically done outside of legalities and making sure that he actually didn't. The, or no, that's they don't even care about that. Like Deshaun's going to go to Miami. Is that what you're talking the about? The trade, the trade, like the deal points have been set out. Yeah, and he's waived his no trade clause. Trade clause if he's going to Miami. So pending Dude. pending the Dolphins like minimal investigation into what's going on with this guy legally <laughs> because find clearly it? it's all on the table for them. They don't really care. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a done deal. That's crazy. So That's if, crazy. if two is listening to the murmurs whatsoever after his best after a career game last week. Then, yeah, I, I like this pick. Yeah, I think they're just gonna absolutely smack them. Take it. Like, look, that's how the Patriots one year and year out is you beat up on the teams in your division. If you want to go and win your, if you want to go to the Super Bowl, you have to get right. home field advantage. And the way to get home field advantage is go five and one, six and zero oh within your division. And Buffalo comes in, makes a statement, takes care of business. Tua, I feel bad for the guy. I think like. Tua, Goff, I think they're like legit starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm not going to say they're elite, and, but I think they're legit. And Tua is starting to put it together, too. He's had some, yeah, had some good games after it, since that injury. Because it was always going to be tank for Tua. Like, he was always supposed to be good. I, he's unfortunately going to leave. Shout out to my boy who's a Dolphins fan and named his dog Tua. What an L that's about to be. I told him it was a bad idea. And now here we are sitting there. Yeah. Uh, could you believe it? Well, we are the Charity Stripe. I'm Joshua Fisher. That was Alexander Disopolis and San Diego's own Nicholas Snacks Kreider. We'll be right back with Arash Markazi. Get excited. Take Bengals minus, minus 10 and a half, too. <laughs> we will be right back with the Charity Stripe on the all-new Mightier 1090 AM. SoCal Sports Talk. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.